Do you dream of a life full of romantic adventure? Do you crave to escape the four walls of mundanity? Do you hear the call of the wind hearkening you towards the hot embrace of excitement and peril? To quench your wanderlust, Final Boss Productions offers Damien Anto, Master Thief, a serial radio program for the modern age, designed to thrill and titillate persons of all ages. And now, episode three, The Argent Remembrancer. <laughs> Master Anto! Damien, sir, slow your pace, I pray thee! Don't leave me, your faithful valet, behind in this dark wood! Oh! <laughs> I hadn't realized you were still back there. <laughs> Very well, Scannerel. Let us rest behind this mighty sycamore and take solace in the quality of its opacity to shield us from the gaze of any who might have dared to follow our escape in the hopes of happening upon us unaware. Well said, sir. Oh, my faith. Such a night we've had, and such a day before. I am still struck with awe when remembering the contrivances that led us here, out of breath and hot with sweat of fear beneath the sycamore. I must inquire, master, as you continue to impress me with your roguish skills. (laughs) How were you able to dress as a woman while locked in the stockade, hands and feet bound in irons? And by what means were you to procure such dresses that would hide our manly figures and pass us off as ladies of the Red Quarter? Well... (laughs) And the garments fit by God! Have I ever once told you my dress size? Not to my recollection. Mine eyes could size a woman's bust from miles away, my fretful valet. Worry not your fat head with my brilliance. I fear you will get a nosebleed if you continue down this path. Be satisfied in knowing that they never execute women on Sundays. And thus, we were easily able to make our escape from that blasted stockade. But sir, I have not even scraped the surface of my questioning. How did you seduce 30 guardsmen? And how did you manage to find Leonardo's designs for that bird-like gliding contraption? And where did you find the materials prepared and neatly organized specifically for building it? And who taught you how to pilot such a monstrosity? You seem to forget with whom you are speaking to. It is I, Damien Anto, Master Thief, the cunning and magnificent, the handsome and bold, the fast-fleeing, always-thieving, sightseeing, wall-leaping, record-beating, maiden-cheating, ever-scheming vagabond, and grandest criminal to ever trot the hot sands of Zanzibar, or France, or any other place. For that matter, sad notwithstanding, I'm awesome is the point. Uh, you're confused, sir. I was never confused about any of that, but only confused about the confusing plan I somehow took part in whilst being so confused. The only thing that matters now is that we have escaped the hangman's noose and with our precious ears still attached. (laughs) Except that all of this happened thusly and you simply can't comprehend the details. However the situation resolved, here we are, in this forest, tangled in a new predicament, seafarers tacking on the winds of fate with many more adventures to be had. Now come, my faith in the opacity of the sycamore is waning. If we do not find proper shelter soon, I may be forced to sleep in your split belly for warmth. Oh, what an awful joke, sir. Uh, I think there may be a cottage of some kind ahead, my lord, (laughs) if the smoke rising over the setting sun is any indication. In my years of thievery, I've learned the hard way not to trust indications. We shall go the opposite direction. Ah! No, sir, for my belly's sake, let us at least investigate. Wait, what's that? On the wind, a smell. Uh, my nose has long been bad, Master. Too many beatings. Oh, delicious, yes. Oh, rabbit stew, homemade with fresh vegetables and chives. Uh, 
I smell it all. I've got, I've got nothing. My nose never lies. I trust it or any other appendage of mine over you, Scannerel. Let us follow these nostrils and see where they lead. Eh, whatever you say, sir. Mm. Mm, yes, ooh. Oh, my. Yes, there, there, you see? A cottage, I knew it! With smoke coming from its chimney. Oh, what a surprise. No doubt a fine meal lies in wait for us therein. Oh, and look, an old man gathering firewood from the pile outside. See how his knees wobble beneath the weight? <laughs> a simple thing to knock him out and take what we need. Then on to the next cottage. And the next. But, 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 sir, what about shelter? Shouldn't we stay here and lay low? Surely we are wanted men. The crime of thievery is nothing compared to the crime of impersonating a lady. Also, we set fire to the castle. Oh, right, I forgot about the fire. Um, so we clobber the old man, eat his food, then stay in his house until we grow tired of living off his livelihood. Afterwards, we take any valuables he has and head straight to Strotzengruber for pretzels and beer, far from the jurisdiction of those bumbling fools I seduced. Sir, might I perhaps implore you to listen to a suggestion I have just now come up with? Only because you asked so nice. Perhaps we approach the old man and not clobber him, but instead claim to be travelers, which we are, mm. and we just ask politely to spend the night next to his fire, perhaps share a bite to eat. Then we lay low for a couple of days, help him tend to his house and guard, and then we depart as friends and finally head off to Strotzengruber for pretzels and beer. Mm. Interesting. But at what point do we steal everything he owns? He's an old woodcutter or whatever, my lord. We needn't steal anything of his, but only ask for his hospitality. I'm certain he will give it freely. These are men of the land, good Christians, and if we were kind to him, he shall be kind to us. Ugh. I fear your naive simplicity may lead to our ruin, Scannerel. You've forgotten the key element of any good plan. When do we cheat him? <laughs> Sir, please listen. I am trying my best to explain this to you using my simple vocabulary and my capacité à articula avec précision. Say we approach this man who still, as we speak, stumbles and struggles to hold but a tiny faggot, and we assist him and introduce ourselves and help him inside, as it were. Then you could use your brilliance, as I clearly have none, to charm the man and gain his trust. Then using your brilliance again, we could spend the night peacefully and help him cook in the morning and cut wood for him and do other things of use to convince him, no, 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 to trick him, to cheat him into thinking that we are good, honest folk, not horrible, sinful rogues, then one day, when we have gained his trust completely through the sheer brilliance of your mind, mm. we would say our goodbyes and perhaps take some snacks for the road and head off to Strotzengruber, where then we would partake of their famous pretzels and beer. This will never work. Shall we give it a shot, my lord? I could always bash him if this doesn't go our way, I suppose. <sighs> All right, valet. Follow my lead and let me do the talking. Of course, master. And here, hold my walking uh, stick. Uh, uh, of course, master. And powder my nose before we approach. Uh, of, of course, master. Oh, my old back! I gotta get this wood inside for my soup scorches. Oh, 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 but my body seems to betray me with every step. Oh, these knees, which
which once whisked me forward towards my lover's heaving bosom. Now they creak and they pop with every aching step. Now I couldn't bet even the most sedentary of women. These arms, all oh, these arms, whose sinews were once strong as steel and helped to build the stockades that held fast the most heinous of criminality known to man. Now they're my prison. Uh, excuse me. Oh, my feet. Oh, my aching feet. Where once they would fly like sweet doves across the meadows of youthful abundance, caressing the leaves of grass with secret passion. Now they are but dusty, gnarled, curled, crooked calluses, and any innocent blade of grass that would come across them would surely be cloven in twain. Uh, it, it, excuse me, sir. Oh, uh, my- it's me! What ointment or salve could save this old body from the horrors of time and age? Excuse me! And good evening, gentle sir. My name is Dean. Oh, my neck! My old neck! Oh, God. Which once held my head aloft like a statue of Apollo. Now it sags and wobbles like a dead tulip. Each time I turn this neck, I hear the church bells a-pounding in my skull as if a grim premonition of my own funeral. Oh, but oh, my knees. Uh, yeah, oh, yes, we, we already heard about your knees. knees. Uh, but please, uh, here, let me introduce what? myself. Well, who's there? Why, who's talking? Well, uh, my eyes aren't what they used to be, where once they glistened with a beautiful soul, uh, open and loving to the world. That's nice. Yeah, listen, I, let I, me help you with that faggot. Hmm, here, give me uh, here. Oh, give that no, back! Yeah, I'm you just found you. You ain't help me. Sir, we are trying to help. Let my lord Anto carry these sticks, I pray thee. And here, take my arm. We will lead you inside to your surely scorched soup. Oh, my soup! Oh, I've forgotten. Oh, oh, thank you, young sirs. Uh, I apologize for my cantankerous mean. You see, <laughs> yes. I am old. Indeed. Let me get the door. Uh, worry not, very old man. I shall tend your fire and your soup. Uh, have a seat. Oh, bless you, good sirs, I shall. This will take but a moment. Let me just sit down. I, oh, uh, oh. Uh, <laughs> almost there. Are you all right? <laughs> oh. Oh, there we are. <laughs> it is a rarity to have such kind travelers that do come upon my humble hovel here among the mighty sycamores. Uh, yes, <laughs> travelers we are, uh, heading to Strotzengruber. Over pretzels and for beer. Yes. Uh, you see, I am the long-lost prince of Morocco. It would do you well to earn my favor. Ah, uh, here, let me serve you some soup, my friend. Uh, well, please serve yourselves as well. I have plenty of stew to go around. You are too kind, but first let me tell you how we came upon your cottage. You see, we were lost in the woods, and with the cold night approaching, we hastened to the smoke from your chimney in hopes of finding shelter. Oh, yes, you fine gentlemen are welcome to stay the night if it pleases you. 
Uh, it's been ages since I've had company. Please, let me show you around the place. Let me just... Oh, let me just get up. No, no that, that won't be the giant You really thing. don't have to. No, hold on a minute. Let no one say I don't have manners. This will take just a moment. Oh, 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 do you need some help? Can I help you? Oh, that looks painful. There we are. Now that I'm standing, I can give you the grand tour. Now this room here is the kitchen and the study and main hall and the bedroom. Uh -huh. Outside is the bathroom, but you've already seen that. And well, that's pretty much it. Most of my belongings I keep organized in piles. Here's my clothing pile, and, and over there, that's my tool pile. And yeah. Next to that, well, that's my bed pile. I try not to screw up those two, but sometimes when it's dark, I do have a hard time differentiating. Uh, so uh, you're all alone out here, are you? Oh, yes. I'm able to do what little I can to survive. None are left to care about this old coot. When my body is unable to lay traps for the rabbits and make rabbit pie, I shall surely starve to death. Charming. Uh, and uh, do you have any heirlooms here? Uh, anything to leave for the scholars to find? <laughs> uh, sir, perhaps such questions are unbecoming of a strange guest. Hmm. Well, that's all right. It's natural to wonder what worth such an old man has to leave the world. Uh, I only have but one thing of value to my name. It's there, the old silver snuff box above the fire. It belonged to my second wife. She was a snuff fiend, took her life in the end, snuffed out of existence. Hmm, silver, you say. Valuable, you say. Steal it, you say. Sir, <laughs> you are thinking out loud again. What was that? Oh, damn these ears. When once they were... Ah, uh, sir, excuse us for a moment. Susan Damien, may I speak to you? Very well. Come. This better be good. I was enjoying that rabbit stew. Oh, sir, that snuff box is all this man has left. It's hardly worth a thing. Its sides are tarnished and dented. Surely you wouldn't reward this man's generosity by stealing his dead wife's trinket. Ha! Huh. What pious nonsense. It's silver, Scannerail. Silver! And still slightly shiny. It's just sitting there. You know I connect snuff boxes as any modern gentleman does. And he's old and blind and deaf and dumb. A, a better mark could not be known. Sir, remember our plan is to lay low. Ugh. What if the authorities show up? We need a trustworthy old man to help provide us with a cover story. He must be alive, amiable, and on our side. You do not understand this need, Scannerail. This need that rises within the depths of my bowels, riling my humors into a torrent. The snuffbox on the mantle, I can feel it, as if it's a part of me. It communes with me through the aether. Oh, how it sings to me, Scannerail, through battered silver sides, imploring me to add it to my voluminous list of conquests. Thievery is the lifeblood that burns through my veins. I could not deny my nature any more than you could deny your need to sleep or breathe or eat. Would you implore a fish not to swim? Would you demand a bird not soar through the heavens above? Would you berate the painter for his colorful pants? 
Would you be so base, so cruel, to scorn the pig for his snorting, the hyena for its laughter, the Mahometan for his blasphemy? I would scorn at, at least some of those, sir, and I would definitely scorn you for stealing this man's prized snuffbox. We are guests in this man's home, and to betray hospitality is to invoke the wrath of the Lord himself, and I think you are walking a fine line in that regard as it is. No god holds sway over Damien Anto, master thief. Neither does any other fairy tale. <laughs> sir, please, for your own sake, hold your heretical tongue. If you do not believe in holy truth, then you must at least believe in human decency. What does this miserable old man have to live for but his aching pains and his dented little snuff box? Hmm. I suppose you're right. It would be exceptionally atrocious of me to steal such a mediocre prize from such a trusting and pathetic creature. Truly, sir, you, you, you're agreeing with me then. I am allowed, am I not? Of course, sir, allowed and encouraged. Your plea has moved my tender heart. I've decided that I will spare this man in his little snuff box. <laughs> yeah, yeah you, you're being earnest then. Your, your humors are unruffled? Quite settled. The silver no longer calls to you through the aether? It is silent. Your list of conquest is satisfactory. Temporarily. Splendid, sir, splendid. I shall make us a fine bed pile of our own to sleep on tonight. And trust me when I say we will awaken tomorrow morn with fresh faces and unburdened hearts. I want my own bed pile. I'm not sharing a bed pile with you. D uh, of course, sir. And I want mine to be noticeably nicer than yours. Very well, sir. A man could come inside and take advantage of me and I wouldn't have the sense to know it. And so the trio slept through the night. Then the sun, that glistening chariot of Apollo, snuck through the window and kissed Scannerelle gently upon the lips, waking him from his restful slumber. Oh, sir. Oh, my good sir. What a beautiful morn. And what a glorious dawn God has given us. Oh, and what a sleep I had. And what marvelous dreams. I dreamt that we were two tadpoles. And we swam together in a warm pond. And we grew and we grew until we sprouted legs and hopped off to a frog wedding. And all of our tadpole friends we had grown up with were there. And we all drank and sang old war songs. And then... I dreamt that we were clouds, and you were dark and full of rain, and you were oh so sore and bothersome with complaining, and so I tickled you, and you wet your load onto the earth, where flowers sprang and shouted hallelujah, and you laughed, and so did I, and we disappeared into the stars, where a passing comet said, how do you do? And then I dreamt I was alone, on an island, and a violent storm was approaching, but then, a white-sailed ship ran aground, and it was you, not on the ship, but you were the ship, and your sails bent down and lifted me aboard, and before I knew it, we were sailing towards those waterfalls at the end of the earth, and down there in the blackness was the whistle of a nightingale, and we jumped together into eternity, sir, oh sir, but da, da, what's this? A bed pile, significantly nicer than mine, and it's empty. My master must be outside making water. I must tell him of my dreams before they fly from my mind. No, wait, wait. Yeah, they're gone. They're all gone. Oh, good morning, young one. I was just about... Oh, there, there's something.
Divorce my ancient body from this mountainous ziggurat of slumberance. Oh, my back! Oh, oh, my back! Which one's dead? Uh, I'll, 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 I'll get it, sir. Perhaps it's my master. Let me see here. Oh, 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 who are you? In the name of King Louis the Umpteenth, we are here to search your premises for fugitives from the law. Oh, heavens, whatever shall I do? I have neither the wit nor fortitude to expertly weasel my way out of such a vicitudinous fluctuation of circumstances. Ah, uh, uh, fugitives from the law, did you say? Oh, yes, I did say uh, I did. You aren't by chance looking for a roguish rapscallion named Damien Anto and his trusted valet, Scanderil de Acclimate, who recently burgled the palaces and vaults of Barcelona only to be captured, locked in the stockade, and then escape justice through a series of several silly schemes. Well, that matches my description perfectly. I've never heard of them. You need not search this residency, for they are not here, neither were they ever here. Oh, I see. Yes, the only person who lives here is a little old man. Mm, that might be true, but then who are you? You aren't an old man, nor are you little. Uh, oh, yes, you are correct, sir. I understand that I may seem a, 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 a little suspicious, but well, I assure you, although I am here and suspicious, I am not an old man. What? Well, I mean, I'm suspicious and young, but not a thief. The captain would recognize you if you were one of their fugitives. Come with us, then we'll sort this thing out. No, 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 no please, I, I must stay. What, what, you resisting arrest then? Uh, no, I just don't want to go. Boys! No, no, wait. No, you don't need those. No, no, please, please. What's all this? Who are you folk? That there's a guest and as a firm believer in the sanctity of hospitality, I demand that you cease your bludgeonings this instant. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you. Oh, so you're the old man who lives here, I take it? It's true. I've lived here for 37 years. So many I've lost count. What? When once I lived among the youthful and blissful ignorance of my painful and lonely future, now I know the horrors and aches of age all too yeah, well. Yeah, nah, yeah, all right, you're old, okay. Uh, but who's this then? I, uh, uh, oh, uh, this is my dear friend, an honored house guest. Who helps me clean and cook and he brings in the firewood and oh, who are you to come in here and beat him so and ride on my stoop like a bunch of street ruffians? Oh, yeah, well, I'm very sorry about this old chap. We were only trying to, you see, uh, who's dangerous thieves about? Thieves? The only criminals I see around here are you villains. Oh. So quick to unlatch your billy clubs and bring them down to bear on innocent men. Never in my life have I seen such brazen rapscallitude. And among the constabulancy, no less. Why in my time? Well, oh my word, that's enough. We'll leave you gentlemen be and take our search elsewhere. Oh, thank you, sir. Your words have saved my life. <clears throat> I feel I must apologize in some greater way before I take my leave. You see, I am an honorable man named Respected Constable from a family of honorable and respectable constables. Here, let me share with you both the pleasure of this fine Arabian snuff. It is sure to send your head spinning into a haze of colors. Try it and accept my sincere regret. 
No, sir, but thank you for your kind offer. It seems there is a gentleman inside that barrel chest of yours. I've sworn off snuff since the death of my dear wife, Rebecca Beth. She snuffed herself into an early grave, leaving me only the fading memory of her inflamed nostrils and her prized snuff box. I keep it over there, above the mantel. Wait a minute! What? Yes, Oaks! Yes! Oh, Mother Mary and Joseph, I am flabbergasted! What, what, What is it? My snuff box, the only thing of value in my life. It rested there for decades. You see the dusty outline in its place? Someone has stolen my silver keepsake. My urgent remembrancer. The only shimmering light among the ever-creeping shadow of death that consumes my every moment. (gasps) No. Could this be the work of my currently absent master? Uh, it's just stolen, you you say. No, 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 it can't be. You've merely misplaced it, my friend. You! 37 years that snuff box stood as still as my wife's corpse. You show up last night in a huff and next morning my snuff box is gone. And where is that Damien friend of yours? Did he make off with it whilst I slept innocently in my bed pile? Wait a minute. Damien? So there was another man, and he had the same name as one of the escape thieves. No, it must be some sort of terrible coincidence. Beat him, constable! He is a snake and a liar, and surely the thief you are looking for! Right, get him, boys! No, 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 that's not listen! This is so stupid. Stupid Damien, stupid constable, stupid old man. I was trying to be nice. How could this happen to me? Now I'm gonna die and my wages and and trolley is bumpy and Mm, dumb and I'm gonna... Hold, hold on, hold it. Uh, we're gonna have to work on this for a bit. Huh? Let's go back and do it again. Alright, I really need to believe that you're in a jail trolley. You gotta convince me, right? Who the hell are you and what are you on about? It's too cliche. You're sad. Boring. Okay, okay, okay. Um, what is the complete opposite of sad? Uh, happy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this time, let's try it like this. You're really happy. Like, really excited. Happy? You're taking me to my execution. Listen, the premiere is tonight. The townspeople love executions. It's going to be a crisp 90 minutes of buildup. Then boom, climax. Your neck snaps. Bowels loosen. Eyes pop. Kids and ladies will faint. Left and right, it's going to be my masterpiece. I'm not an art exhibit. You will be soon. All right, don't worry. I've got a vision, okay? I'm an artist, okay? So, like, I'm the statue maker, right? And he goes to the quarry. He sees the statue inside the rock before it's there because it is there. It's just hidden inside the stone, right? That's why I drive the jail trolley. I got to size him up. I got to make it perfect. And you're new to this. I get it. You're scared. You're out of your element. You're about to get brutally executed. But this is my job, okay? I kill people for a living okay this is my passion so we're gonna try we're gonna work on this all right we're gonna get it right this is your big night your final performance so this time let's just try happy all right you get it no i don't get it at all yeah you get it the juxtaposition between the cheery song and the grim fate makes an ironic tableau right the dichotomy of happiness and sadness it's like a commentary on the inevitability of death that looms over all of us it's an allegory for the human condition if you will all right so try the monologue again 
again, but this time super happy, like a jester. Oh, yes, I'm so happy I got betrayed and clobbered and stuck with some insane trolley driver on the way to my own hanging. What joy. Oh, what a great life I have led. Constantly impoverished and disrespected and beaten by a horrible master who enslaved me due to the fine print of a hastily signed contract that resulted in me being pulled away from my wife and children, only to be executed in the middle of nowhere for a crime I didn't commit. I love it. I love it, I love it, I love it. Good work. Okay, now... When I kill you, try and smile. It'll be really weird. What? Yeah, they won't expect it. They'll think, well, why was he smiling at the end? And then they'll talk about it afterwards. It's like an ambiguous ending. Did he actually die? Was he dead the whole time? Was everything the afterlife all along? Oh! <laughs> oh! Ah, what's this? It's me! I've saved you, Scannerel! Oh, Master, I'm so happy to see you. I thought for sure this would be the end of Scannerel to acclimate. Let me just pick this lock. <clears throat> yeah, there we are. You are free to be my eternal servant once more. Master, I thank you very much for freeing me from this doom, but I must say I'm as conflicted as a butcher during Lent. We were honest guests of our host, the old man, and we would have been along fine. My scheme to behave honestly would have worked out perfectly, but you ruined it for no reason. Literally no reason at all. Ah, contraire, my manacled menial minion. I told you that thievery is my lifeblood, yet you insisted with your condescension. So, I stole the trinket as you slept like a babe, and led the authorities to the cottage deliberately. <laughs> Let this be a lesson not to deny me my satiation. You, you fiend! A lesson, my god! I'd leave you if I could, my cruel master, but then... Who would pay my wages? Here, Scannerel, let's make haste. I'll take the reins. <laughs> so, do you still have the snuff box, or have you already pawned it? I hope you could at least fetch a decent price, as it was the last prized possession of a man without friends or family to come for him in his waning years. Oh no, I have it here. Its brilliance seems somewhat diminished now that it has been properly purloined, does it not? Hardly worthy of a master thief such as myself. <gasps> oh, master, perhaps then if we could return it to the uh -huh. old man. And the... Did, did, did you just throw it in a lake? Irrelevant. Come, Scannerel. Adventure and pretzels await us in Strutzengoober. Tally-ho! We wish to thank you and your family for joining us tonight. Please be sure to tune in next time for another thrilling adventure wherein Damien Anto and that silly Scannerelle butt heads with the Catholic Church in Episode 4, The Reluctant Cardinal. If you've enjoyed this program, visit our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Productions, or subscribe to Final Boss Productions on YouTube. And if your wallet or purse has become too heavy, perhaps consider supporting our creative endeavors on Patreon. Visit our page at www.finalboss.productions. Thank you for your continued support. <laughs>